You are about to hear a message preached at Church One on the Gold Coast. To find out more about Church One, visit us on the web at churchone.com.au. And be sure to subscribe to these podcasts so you don't miss out on any new messages as they are available. The Lord spoke to my heart today to let you know that His purpose is your purpose. Amen? His purpose is your purpose. I heard something said this morning from uh, our worship leader and also from pastor that uh, religion doesn't belong in here. Is that all right? I want you to know today religion is not your friend. Religion is not Jesus' goal in your life. Religion is not what you're called into. Religion is a set of rules and ordinances, rituals, traditions that you have to keep in order to get God to notice you, to love you, to accept you, and to approve of you. Some people say, what about the verse in James where it says pure and undefiled religion? Look it up in the Greek. It is the word ministry. Hallelujah. I don't like religion and religion don't like me. That ought to be a song in there somewhere. Amen. God's word tells us that when Jesus came into the earth, he came on assignment from the Father. The Bible says he's our elder brother, right? He is our example. He's the one that we follow. We are his disciples. Write down Luke chapter 4 and verse 43. But he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for that is my purpose. Some translation says, for I was sent for this purpose. Purpose is very important. It identifies assignment. Amen? Jesus said, my assignment in the earth is to preach the kingdom of God, for that's why I'm sent. If you look in Mark chapter 1 and verse 35, there's a parallel to this. They came looking for Jesus after a great meeting. And they said, Jesus, everybody's looking for you. Come back to the house. Uh, this is a redneck paraphrase translation. Amen. And they said, everybody's looking for you. They want you. And Jesus said, let's go somewhere else. Whoo, man. Itinerant preachers, pastors would never do that today. They say, let's make sure we get every name. Let's make sure we get their email addresses. Let's make sure we get everything so we can follow up and build our kingdom. Jesus did not call us to build our kingdom, amen? He gives us an example here. He said, let's go somewhere else. I believe that over this house in 2020, even beginning tonight, Pastor, that God is calling you into other places that you've not been yet to bring the message of the kingdom of God, to break down walls of religion, and to build up and to solidify the footstool and the throne of God in Australia. I just saw as I was speaking that over you, I saw the map of Australia and I saw beacons of light begin to go around the nation like this. And I heard the Father say that you're going to begin to send out light from this place into other parts of the nation to cause the light of the gospel of the kingdom to begin to come forth. Y'all need to get ready for expansion. Hallelujah. We'll build this one and then you'll expand. Throw the fire. Hallelujah. 1 John 1, or 1 John 3, write that down. 1 John 3, verse 8. He says, the one who practices sin 
is of the devil. There's nobody in Australia that is in America. Hallelujah. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. Everybody say the beginning. The, this gives us an idea to what he is referring to as he speaks to us in this passage. It says, the Son of God appeared for this purpose. Woo, hallelujah. For this purpose to destroy the work of the devil. What is the work of the devil? you got to go back to the beginning, it says. When he made that legal transaction with Adam and gave away his authority in the Garden of Eden, Adam began to die. He had to do all, all these other things happen in his life. But what we're focusing on this morning here is the transaction. Adam did not give up a religion. He didn't give the devil a religion. He gave him a kingdom. The Bible says that when God created man, he blessed man, and he spoke over man this, I want you to be fruitful. I want you to multiply. I want you to subdue and have dominion. Everybody say dominion. That is the Hebrew word mamlak, and it literally translates kingdom. God gave Adam kingdom. Adam gave away kingdom. Jesus came to preach and to take back the kingdom. He's known as the last Adam. His purpose was not to enhance religion. He said, I'm not going to put new wine into an old wineskin. He said, I'm not going to put a new patch on an old garment, but I've come to give you a new and a living way. I'm going to wreck your religion, he said. I'm going to make sure sitting on the Mount of Olives, he said to his disciples, that temple over there is going to be torn down. Not one stone left to another, plowed over. Their mouths dropped because the entirety of their life was wrapped up in that temple. And Jesus was telling them, I'm not coming to fix your old, broke, dead religion. I've come to give you a kingdom. Hallelujah. In the book of Luke, Jesus said, I confer on you a kingdom just as the Father has given me. Now let's understand this this morning as quick as we can. Kingdom means king's sovereign power. It's made up of two words. The word kingdom is made up of the word king and the word dominion. The word king means sovereign. The word dominion means authority, power, rulership. So the Bible says that you and I are to cause the kingdoms of this world to become the kingdoms of our God. Oh, he didn't send us to get people to swap religions. He didn't come so that you could make Jehovah's Witnesses whatever denomination that you might think that they need to be a part of. You ever notice that denomination actually starts with the word demon? Selah, hallelujah. He didn't come so we could make Mormons Christians. He came so that we could begin to walk and function again in the kingdom of God as he intended for us to do. One of the things your pastor said this morning that is so important to this is that you've got friends that do not belong to the church. That's wonderful. Jesus was a friend of sinners. Amen? And the church is not the kingdom. It's a piece of the kingdom. As a matter of fact, Jesus never wanted you to go to church. 
Never did he want you to go to church at all. He wanted you to be the church. Ah, you was nervous for a minute, wasn't you? He never called you to go. He called you to be and then go. Hallelujah. There's a power within you. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, he quickens your mortal body and he makes you alive for purpose. I might get excited. Praise God. Amen. You did it for Joshua, Lord. Let time stand still. I'm picking. Write this one down. Matthew 5, 16. Matthew 5, 16. There is such a release of presence in this place today. I told you, Pastor, man, the presence of God is in here. I love it. Matthew 5, 16. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works. Mm. Not how high you lift your hand. Amen. Not how loud you shout. Not your huckabucking. Y'all know what huckabucking is? I'm from the south. When somebody feels the spirit, that's a new word for you. Amen. They ride the ceiling fans too. Amen. But it's your works. What you do, how you live. They see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Do not think, listen to this, Jesus speaking, red letters. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill. Jesus' purpose was not to do away with the law, was not to do away with the prophets, but his purpose was to fulfill what the prophets prophesied about and what the law demanded because he knew you couldn't do it. Hallelujah. So he fulfilled. Everybody say fulfilled. Now I want to give you real quickly the root, deep Greek, Hebrew, Aramaic definition of fulfilled. You ready? Write it down. It means fulfilled. Done. He accomplished it. How many of you would agree with me that Jesus hit the target? He didn't leave nothing undone. He came to fulfill the law and the prophets. Religion says there's more to get done. The Bible and kingdom says Jesus got it done. See, religion gets you ready for heaven, and that's all religion's about. One day, somehow, someway, we're going to get out of this old rotten, stinking, dirty world. But see, kingdom doesn't get you ready for heaven. Kingdom gets you ready to dominate on earth. Some of you have been putting up with some stuff in your businesses, in your homes, and in your communities that you don't have to put up with. You can just step out in the name of Jesus and begin to decree and declare through the kingdom authority that has been given to you that these things have to cease and desist. They're evicted from our homes. Amen? Jesus, in his purpose to bring the kingdom, to preach the kingdom, he said, I want to give you purpose. Write this down. Matthew chapter 5, or rather Matthew chapter 6, I'm sorry, and verse 33. It says in this particular passage, you probably know it well, he says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given unto you. Seek first the sovereign king and his dominion power and his righteousness, right relationship, and everything you need in life is guaranteed to come to you. Hallelujah. Everything you need for your assignment is promised to you. Do you get that? The word first here is the word pro in the Greek, P-R-O, 
And it just simply means first priority. It means above all else. Your primary function in the earth is to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then he'll take care of everything else. Isn't that good? So many people are trying to be good, trying to be holy. We're trying to do all the good stuff. We're trying to make a living. We're trying to be a provider. We're trying to be a good citizen in our community. But that's not our first priority. Our first priority is to seek first the king and his power, his dominion. See, Jesus only had one message. And that message was the kingdom. And when Jesus preached the kingdom, he never preached on healing. It's not in the gospel. Jesus never preached on healing. He never preached on deliverance. He never preached on prosperity. He never preached on all of those things. He preached the kingdom and all of those things just manifested out of that. Woo! Glory to God. Right? Jesus never preached deliverance, but when he stepped off the front of the boat where the Gadarene man lived, the Gadarene ran, ran to him and fell down and said, What are you doing here? It's not the time yet. Why have you come to torment me? Demons know it when you got the right message. Can you say amen? Yeah, he was walking through the streets one day. There was a crowd around him. A woman with an issue of blood reached in and touched the hem of his garment, and immediately she was healed. He wasn't testifying and preaching about healing. He was just being. God wants us to just be. Can you say amen? Let me give you a couple more scriptures. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 and verse 10. He said, after this manner, pray, our Father who is in heaven, Hallowed be your name. I thought it was Howard for a long time, Pastor. Howard. In the South, we say things funny. Say, Howard, wow. But it's hallowed be your name, right? Then what did Jesus say? Your kingdom come. Your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Isn't that amazing? Jesus instructs you and I that when we pray, don't pray earth into heaven, pray heaven into earth. Can I give you something real quick why that is? Because in Matthew chapter 16, write that down. Verse 16, Jesus began to tell them how he was going to build his church. This word church is the word ecclesia, not a Hebrew word, not a Jewish word. It wasn't a word in their culture. It was a Greek word and it was a Roman word. To the Greeks, it meant the, meant the elders that sit at the gate and determine what can come in the city and what can go out of the city. Jesus said, that's the church he's going to build. God's looking for a people that will stand in kingdom and say what can come in the city and what has to go out of the city. I heard some testimony about your pastor and this church doing that before. Hallelujah. That's the ecclesia to the Romans when they conquered a city. They would send an ecclesia into the city to change the culture. Religion says, let's all just get along. Let's coexist. But kingdom says, let's take over. Hallelujah. Jesus said ecclesia was going to be like the Romans, go into a city and change the culture. 
when they went into a city they conquered, they would send an envoy from Rome and they would change the clothes they wore. They would change the names of the streets. They would change the architectural structure of their buildings. If you ever go to Israel, you'll see all this Roman architecture there. Rome did that when they conquered. They changed their currency. They changed their food. They changed the entire culture. Church, we are called to bring the kingdom culture into our cities, into our states, into our nation. If anything in our culture is contrary to kingdom culture, we need to get rid of it. It doesn't matter if it's Australian culture, Hawaii culture, Filipino culture, whether it's redneck culture, praise God, just don't let us lose our catfish, amen. Whatever it is, we got to change it if it is not kingdom culture. Does that make sense? We are called to go in and change. Be bold. Not arrogant and rude, but be bold. Full of confidence that what he's called you to, he'll be faithful to complete it under the day of Jesus Christ. Real quick, Matthew 3, 2. And he said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Write down Matthew 4, 17. From that time forward, Jesus began... To preach and say, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. The word repent literally means to change the way you think. He was speaking to Jews, and he was telling those Jews, you've got to change the way that you think about how you relate to God. The temple's not going to work anymore. I'm bringing a kingdom. I'm not, religion's not going to pacify God with sacrifices. The scripture says in Hebrews, it's not sacrifices that he wants, but it was a body that he prepared for him to come and do the will of the Father that is written in the book concerning him. It, that's what he was bringing. In, in John chapter 3 and verse 3, it says in, in, uh, when he was speaking to Brother Nick, y'all know Brother Nick, right? Nicodemus. He said, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. After Jesus' resurrection in Acts chapter 1. Write this one down, two more scriptures. The Bible says that Jesus, after his resurrection, he was seen for 40 days and he spoke to the people concerning the kingdom of God. Write down Acts chapter 28, verse 23. It says this, And when they had appointed him a day, they came many to him, this is Paul, into his lodging, his house, to whom he expounded and testified the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus, both out of the law of Moses and out of the prophets, from morning until evening. Acts 28, 31 Paul was preaching the kingdom of God. He was teaching those things concerning the Lord Jesus Christ with confidence no man was forbidding him. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 20. This is the one you need. The Bible tells us, Paul right in the Corinthian church, for the kingdom of God is not in word, but it is in power. I hear the Spirit of the Lord speaking to you as a body this morning. And he's speaking to the nation as well. That there is a line that is being drawn 
between religion and kingdom. And what we're entering into in this season of time that it's not the world that's going to be our enemy. It's going to be the one that comes against us. It's going to be religion. Because religion's losing its grip on the people. Religion is losing its grip on the church. Religion's losing its grip on community and society because the kingdom of God is coming in power, in demonstration. Can you give the Lord a big hand clap of praise? You have just listened to a message preached at Church One on the Gold Coast. To find out more about Church One, visit us on the web at churchone.com.au and be sure to subscribe to these podcasts so you don't miss out on any new messages as they are available.